0: I'm Tara Beckett, and welcome back to Let Perfect Burn. My guest today is Caroline Talbot of Caroline Talbot Studios. Caroline is a boudoir photographer. She had no idea that when she started her small business, the impact that she would have on her clients and the impact that her clients would have on her. I'm so excited to have in studio Caroline Talbot of Caroline Talbot Studios. Hello, girl. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Um, Caroline is a CPA uh, turned professional boudoir photographer. And Caroline, I would just love for people listening for you to tell us what is a boudoir photographer if we've not heard of that before.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So just... Quick thing, former CPA, no longer have that. CPA. Yes, <laughs> I was like, that Woo-hoo! is so in my past. Um, I was like, not keeping that license up for sure. Don't need it here. It's uh, <laughs> like very former, very 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 former. former. I got it. No
0: longer <laughs> not doing your taxes. not
1: no. doing your taxes, not doing your financials. It's just not happening. Um, yeah, I don't even do the tip at the restaurant anymore. I'm like, no, other people do it. I don't do numbers anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's amazing. (laughs) Like, no, thank you. Um, but yeah, so uh, what a lot of people know boudoir as is just kind of like the first thing that a lot of people have that come to mind is like, oh, the sexy photos that brides take before their wedding for their new husbands. Um, and it's actually so much more than that. I do work with brides, of course. Um, but The majority of my clients are women who have gone through some kind of event in life, whether it's gaining weight, losing weight, marriage, divorce, trauma, something, breast cancer, or really so many types of cancer or some sort of medical event or something that they're kind of on or just global pandemic. I don't know, you know, um, (laughs) (laughs) which kind of is a catch all at this point, but Um, my clients are women who have gone through certain things in life and they just want to actually reclaim their bodies and kind of the best way I've heard it put is that they want to be vulnerable by choice, um, and have that idea of letting go, seeing something beautiful in themselves that they may not have seen in a very long time or ever, and being able to show them what I see and what their loved ones see when I look at them.
0: That is beautiful. I love the idea of being vulnerable by choice.
1: Yes. I can't take credit for that. That was one of my clients that she said, this is the first time in 20 years Um, she had gone through a lot um, and just lots of things, putting her in vulnerable positions that were completely out of her control. And she was saying that this was the first time that she felt very vulnerable, but it was because of choices that she made and because she wanted to go there. And it was just such an awesome thing to see just the difference in taking that power back.
0: As far as, you know, connecting back to the kind of healing you're talking about for your clients. Yes, absolutely. When you turned a corner and got out of corporate world and yes. you know, went into this really new world of being a boudoir um, studio owner, Mm -hmm. uh, what just hit you that you weren't expecting?
1: Um, I really wasn't expecting it to matter so much Um, that, you know, I've had clients that have just gone through such heavy things and being in relationships where they don't have any control or being in a health situation, um, where they don't have any control. I had a client this past year that I didn't know until she showed up to her session that under 48 hours after her session, she was having a double mastectomy. Um, and so this was kind of her like farewell to her body and just really talking through that with her. I always sit down with clients before their session because yes, we take sexy photos, but I want to understand the why and what they want out of the experience. Because yes, the photos remind them of the experience, but push comes to shove. It's doing something that's so far outside of somebody's comfort zone and being able to say like, hey, somebody saw me without clothes on and nobody died. Like, pretty cool. (laughs) Nobody even like reacted. It was weird. Um, But so going through that process and something that she had said is she felt like her body failed her because she finally got to a point where she was happy with her body And now this happened and we really talked through about how it wasn't her body failing her. It was breast cancer and that her body was fighting with her, not against her. Um, And that was really something being able to go through that and then take all these photographs of her body. um, And then at the end of her session, like it was just, it was really nice because as she was walking away, she was like, I'm ready. I wasn't ready this morning. I'm ready now. And just being able to, go through that journey with someone, I never thought being a Boudoir photographer, like I knew that I could like, oh, here's a fun self-esteem boost. Not like I'm going to prepare you for a very drastic change in your life right now. And you're going to be at peace with it.
0: And I'm just thinking the nature of a photograph and how that woman that you're talking about Mm -hmm. has something to hold and keep, right? Of that really beautiful part of her body that is really about to change. Yep. Um, and you gave her that gift. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, whew, that one's got me a little bit, a little bit gutted and floored really. Yes. Um, when that when one, you think about that your particular work.
1: session, I was, I only shoot one client in a day um, because I, I never know what it's going to be or how long we're going to take because if somebody needs that space to sit, we are going to take that space and sit. I'm not going to be like, well, let's go crank it out and go. Um, But when she walked out the door, I locked my door and I just sat here with nothing. Um, There was Mm. no music playing. There's nothing. And just kind of like let the heaviness of what was about to happen to her sit. And like, I bawled like a baby because I was just like, I can't believe that this matters so much. And that she's Mm. going through, all of this right now. And to be a part of that journey with women in general, is just so rewarding.
0: You know, I've known you for a long time and you're a beautiful, beautiful person. And I'm just wondering, is there something that you can think about in your life or growing up or somebody who influenced you that really broke open that capacity to be on this journey with the women that you work with. Cause I just feel like there's something really beautiful and special about wanting that ability to be open in those sessions.
1: Yeah. I mean, my grandmother was like, I mean, everybody says like, Oh, my grandmother is a saint or whatever. I'm pretty sure that if she were famous, like she actually would be a saint. She was one of those women who went through one of the hardest lives at home. Um, My grandfather was not really in the picture when I was alive, um, but knowing all the things that she went through and the kindness that she gave to every single person she met. I don't know a single person who had ever met her that didn't feel like their day was a little bit better because she was Mm -hmm. part of it, whether it was just her being silly or like being willing to listen and she would just never judge no matter what. Um, it was just awesome. Somebody asked her if she would marry her husband again and everybody like, of course was like, of course she wouldn't that that would be the dumbest thing ever. And was he, She was, bad guy or he yeah he yeah was not great um mm-hmm. physically emotionally abusive um and she had eight children that she essentially and he was on the police force um so back in the 50s when she was asking for help it kind of both the church and the community was just kind of like go home and be a good wife um and they let her down yeah and so um Somebody, like, at a holiday was like, oh, yeah, well, we know that she wouldn't do it again. And she was like, of course I would. And everybody was like, why? And she was like, because if that's what I had to go through to have this family, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Like, just knowing that she was that willing to go through so much for her family was just awesome.
0: So you have a family. I do. Yeah. And I I would love to know how you do what you do at work. Like you've said, um, there's such an emotional connection with your clients. Um, you also own your own studio. And what about being a mother has been challenging given all that you've talked about that you do?
1: I mean, I think it's really hard. Like, I feel like everybody all moms like we have this kind of unity that we're just like yes this is hard like cool um and i do feel like being a working mom is hard being a stay-at-home mom is hard my trouble is that i've been trying to find the balance and i tend to be like well then i need to be a hundred percent of both and i need to be a functional working mom so i can feel like a member of society but i have to do all the things that I would do if I were a stay-at-home mom because I I make sure that my um, schedule works out that I have two days during the week that I have the kids. Um, so they're in daycare three days a week and I'm with them two days a week. Um, and then of course, weekends. And I feel like sometimes I try to fit seven days into two and be like, okay, well, I have to do all the fun things and then also all the laundry and all the self-care and all the things. And I think that has been a struggle of saying, I want to be able to essentially have the best of both worlds and you it's impossible. You cannot. Um, so being able to like have that space to say it is okay to want to work and want to be away from your children. Um, and then also wanting to be present and be there for them, but knowing that I want to be away from them sometimes so I can be better when I'm with them. And then even, I mean,
0: I'm just thinking, I have that thought, that very logical thought as well. And then there's just the mom guilt. Like, what is that? What is that?
1: (laughs) I just want to go exercise for 20 minutes, but I can hear my son is frustrated at me walking up the stairs. Forget it. I'll just, nope, I don't matter. Let's go back downstairs and sit and play puzzles for the umpteenth time even though there's no logical reason that somebody else can't sit with him for 20 minutes.
0: Yes. And has there ever been as you were growing your studio or even lately that you just felt like you let yourself go or there was just something where it just, all the things you were doing just felt insurmountable.
1: Um, I would say definitely these past few years with COVID has definitely, um, Made it a lot harder. I feel like I'm starting to pull out of it now. Fall of 2021 was rough um, mm-hmm. and definitely didn't focus on my health, didn't focus on my own well being. Um, and I was pretty angry and resentful for a few months. Um, definitely like, and it showed in little ways just getting frustrated with the kids, getting frustrated with my husband completely avoiding social media and my business and like not wanting just obviously still being there for my clients, but all the other stuff of like posting on social media and marketing and all the things. And I was just like, no, absolutely not. Um, and it's, I feel like when things are so up in the air, it's very hard to feel grounded and centered. Um, and this year I put a big focus on that of saying I need to take time every day to feel grounded or to sit with my feelings and say, if I'm feeling really angry and frustrated, I will get on my bike and I will make it heavy and pound at it and yell and do all the things I need to do to be able to get back to grounded. Um, Because I feel like as moms and business owners, we tend to take all that ability away from ourselves. Um, And it's certainly not easy. I don't like getting up at 5 a.m. I would love to have that extra hour of sleep, but I have definitely noticed a difference in being able to say like, yes, it's hard and I'm drinking more coffee, but (laughs) (laughs) but being able to say I'm going to actually take this space for myself, whether it's at the beginning of the day, the end of the day, even if I'm exhausted and the kids have just gone to sleep and I just want to like sit and eat ice cream. I'm like, I'm going to just take a hot minute before I do that, like angry thing and just mm-hmm. get my feelings to where I want them to be. And then actually be able to be present for myself and my husband.
0: That's pretty much a clinic in like self-care, which I love, right? Right. Like, you have, you have, you know, when you feel overwhelmed um, and it looks like, you know, it feels like it's not perfect day to day, but there's something that you're really tapping into. What are, what is the thing that brings me back to myself?
1: Yes, definitely. I am an angry exerciser. Like (laughs) I, like I listen to like pop music and happy things. And then like, if I am like, just, I need to just sweat and feel like I lifted something heavy or did something like, (laughs) I'm going to just be angry and frustrated. And like my husband laughs because there was one time I was, I forget when it was, but I was exercising and like my headphones put it back when like you plugged in headphones and my headphones like pulled out of my computer or something. And it was like Marilyn Manson playing. And he's like, are you, is everything okay? Like you listened to like top 40 and I'm like, shut up. (laughs)
0: So I don't really have anything to say to that although like I just <laughs> have this amazing mental image of screaming into a bike and just pushing it out and being yeah, like yes, just kind yes. Of, kind of,
1: well I feel like there's like those groups of moms now that like get together in fields and just scream like that's oh. a thing now yeah like yeah. there's like meetups that it's like they'll just meet at a football field and they all just at the same time scream at the top of their lungs and I'm like there is some like cathartic thing to that of just being Primal. able to be like, I have all of this energy built up. I don't know what it is, whether it's angry or happy or just excited stress. And just being able to be like, I just need to be like, and which sounds really <laughs> yes. good on a podcast for the record. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so, awesome. But yes. So yes. just being able to like, and I think that's also like a, being in my line of work, um, The hardest thing of the entire process for anybody is I tell them the hardest part is going to be a let go and to let go of that control and to let go of the ideas that are in your head, telling you that you can't do it and all that stuff. And they're going to be there, I can't make them go away, but I can help you let go and to let them keep moving and that they might come through, but you don't have to hold them. You can let go. Um, And when I see a client let go, in the process of being photographed, it's just awesome. Cause you see them go from like nervous of like, can I do this? And then I'll show them on the back of the camera. And they're like, Oh, I didn't think I looked like that. I'm like, I know you didn't. This is what you look like. And it's, it's not Photoshop. It's not anything. It's just literally showing them that if somebody takes the time and attention and care and love that society tries to tell us we don't deserve Mm -hmm. then being able to see what that looks like is really cool to be able to say like, okay. And then they kind of walk out being like, what else did I think I couldn't do?
0: I pierced my nose at 40. Right. And it was, it was this feeling of, I've always cared, like, oh, can I pull that off? Or like, right. you know, do you know? I'm a mom now. I've got two kids. You know, I'm 40. Blah blah. And it, and I think my goal in my life, especially, I mean, not especially, the moment I was hospitalized, right, with depression and suicidality, and um, was admitted, I actually think that's my birthday, <laughs> right? Um, because it w- that was the day that I started my life. Um, right. Is how I think about it, and you know, I'm connecting what you do for work and just, you know, kind of thinking, uh, what if, what if we let down what other people think we should do, right? Or how we are supposed to be. And we just followed our body or our intuition or our desire. Like, what would that look like?
1: Absolutely. And that's something that I tell a lot of my clients before they come in. And when we're talking about like, oh, is this something that I really want to do or all this stuff? Um, because so many people walk in and they're like, well, I don't look like the girls on your website. And I'm like, why not? And they're like, oh, I could never do that. I'm like, why not? Like, and if I can ask, get somebody to actually ask why not me, if they can't answer that, I'm like, well, then take the chance that maybe you can. And like, cause nobody walks it, like nobody walks into my studio being like, I'm going to be the next girl on the website. Like if they did, I'd be like, (laughs) There's the door. Like, let's calm it down. Like, and not because I don't want people to walk in feeling confident, but usually somebody who walks in being like, post all these pictures. It's like, it is that I need to have that external validation. And that's not what this process is about. It's to be able to say like, let me actually show you what the people who care about you see. So you can see it. And then when somebody does say something nice to you, you can internalize it and say, I believe you.
0: So Caroline, if somebody has listened to you and they want this experience, how do they find you? How do they book with you? If there's just something that really has clicked in what you're saying.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, my website's caroline talbot.com. I'm Caroline Talbot Studios on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I have TikTok, but no, I'm no, cool. I don't do it either. Yeah, like, like, I think I I'm too old for those. Uh, <laughs> I have it, I have one. I made yeah. one video. And then I was like, this too much. It's too much. Yeah, I can't do it. I, can't. I um, can't. But yeah, so Caroline Talbot Studios, um, there's a contact form right on our website, which definitely gives you all the information about trying to book a session. Um, you get to chat with our studio manager, Cassidy, who is wonderful and amazing and is also an incredibly strong mom. And so we're a full women empowered running business. Um, Love so that. yeah, it's really cool. And it's so much fun to be able to go through the whole thing. We have a lot of fun. We laugh. A lot. Oh, good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to wrap Caroline, uh, For you what does let perfect burn mean
1: um it kind of means the whole like letting go of just like we all put these labels on the box that we live in we put ourselves in a box we all do it and I always tell everyone I'm not going to change the box that you're standing in if you're a brunette I'm not going to make you blonde if you have dark skin I'm not going to give you light skin if you're older I'm not going to make you younger if you're curvier I'm not going to make you thinner if you're thinner I'm not going to make you curvier but I'm going to show you that the label's beautiful, sexy, strong, awesome, kind, all these things that you think are mutually exclusive to the labels you've put on yourself. I'm going to just take a big old Sharpie and write them all over the box that you put yourself in to realize that they belong there. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of, we have that box of perfect that everybody puts so far from themselves. And nobody wants to live there it's it's not a good place to live
0: yeah oh girl this has been fun yeah yeah i'm so glad you um came on and uh caroline talbot so it's caroline and t-a-l-b-o-t of caroline talbot studios look her up follow her do a session. Um, I'm really
1: nervous, but I think I want to too. Do I it. Just, We're moving into a new I, studio in three weeks. It's oh going to be amazing. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So, definitely, I think it's on my list because I think it scares me. So, it's probably yes. something I should do. Yeah. It's making me. Yes, move.
1: all the best things are on the other side of fear. Like, that's. I love that. Yeah. I stole it from Will Smith. It's fine. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stealing <laughs> it. Isn't it like stealing is the highest form of flattery or something like that?
1: Right. I'm like, but if I, I need to acknowledge, like, that's not, I didn't make that up. I'm not that good. I do numbers and pictures. <laughs> Words are not great. <laughs> yes.
0: Amazing. Um, I love you, girl. You're amazing. You're so inspiring. You. Um, Thank you. And um, we'll meet you on the flip side, Caroline. Sounds
1: good. Bye, girl. Bye. Baby hey.